Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm my chip ups, man. I got this, yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back to the Ankle Pick Pod. We're here to set the spread. We've got a UFC fight night, Leon Edwards, Bilal Muhammad as the headliner, coming off of UFC 259, where we saw not one, not two, but three title fights. What a night it was. We will get into some analysis of it later in the week with our regularly scheduled programming for now. I want to welcome on top left, Reese Pulfer, top right, Dan Koritz. What's up, boys? I'm happy as can be. I, I, Everyone who's been a resident listener of the pod, they know for a fact that I've been touting Jan and, and fading Izzy. So this, I feel good. And for anyone who, who follows our Twitter, which we shamelessly plug all the time, you would have been, what, five and one under, under my picks? Let's go, boys. The green is very real. Congrats to Reese. I had a little bit tougher of a night. Uh, Piotr Jan, not Jan Blahovic, turned – my night from green to red with his idiotic decisions, but still fun, fun overall card. And I'm glad to get into this one. Yeah. And, and stay tuned. You, you're going to want to tune in this Wednesday. I can tell this one's going to be the best recap we've ever had. The recap should be something. Cause that fight card was just, you know, a little bit nuts. I, my main takeaway was I've never lost so much money on fights that I pretty much predicted correctly, but I, it, neither here nor there. I picture Country Club Kobe getting very involved this week. I, I see it. This Wednesday is going to be a three-man monster, not just two-headed. It's going to be a good one. Anyways, first fight of the main card. Let's set some spreads. We've got a middleweight bout. Eric Anders, Darren Stewart, DK won last week, ties things up 2-2 on the year. So, DK, lead us off. Darren Stewart seems to be a guy that I can never exactly pick right. Um I was, I was on Maki Patolo when he guillotined him in the first round. Um, I think it was on him versus Kevin Holland, which didn't age well, even though it was a split decision. This should be a fun one, though. These guys are both specimens. They're both pretty fun, and they're both pretty unpredictable. I got to assume that the dentist is, is favored, but I can't imagine it's very high. I'm going to go Darren Stewart minus 140. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll full disclosure right now. I thought I was probably going to be able to steal a point here, but I can already tell Dan's right on the money. I actually came in with minus 140 for the dentist. Main, main reason being they're both, as Danny said, physical specimens. They're both freaks. Um, they look like they're sculpted from the God. Eric Anders, if you're unfamiliar, was a college linebacker for uh, Alabama. He's, and Darren Stewart, obviously, definitely seen before. When they're so physically matched, I usually fall back on MMA experience. And just because Anders got in this a little late later in life, he's had – they both have had a good amount of fights in the UFC, but Eric Anders' path has been a little bit more crafted for him. I, I agree with you, Danny. I, I thought it was going to be Darren Stewart. I thought it was going to be just barely. I had minus 140. Um, the advantage is – me picking second. I get to decide if I'm going to go over or under that. I'm going to go under that. I'm going to say minus 130. Over would have been right. 
Minus 175, Fox. Darren Stewart after oh, opening wow. minus 195. So you can get Anders oh, plus wow. 155. We'll see if that sees somebody's card. If I, if I was going to say over, it wouldn't have been that high either. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But I, I was thinking maybe 150, but wow. Okay. Great. For guys thing. unpredictable as Darren Stewart, that's a lot of juice to pay. That, I was about to, that'd be a very tough line to lay. Very tough line to lay. The next one we're going to pick is a flyweight bout, Manel Cape and Matthias Nicolau. Reese, kick things off. So this one I'm excited for, and the reason why is because I think Cape is a, is a very good prospect for the UFC. And I think that, and I remember when we were recapping it before, I said the only problem for him is that it's Pantoja. If it was someone that wasn't Pantoja, I would have definitely given him much more of a nod. He's going to come onto the show hot. The thing is, is I learned a lot from that Pantoja line. That Pantoja line with Kate being that close truly shocked me. I thought it was going to be Pantoja. I remember, I think I lost a point. I had Pantoja um, significantly higher. So for that, even though Nikolaus is a little bit more experienced in the UFC, I, I think it's going to be hard to say Cape is, is not the favorite here because of the, that line against, uh, against Pantoja. So I'm using a little bit of context clues here which I won't lie is a little bit of, of, of just an outside the box thinker. Cause this line's a tough one to predict, but I, I, I like Cape here. And I think this line that I have set, I'm actually going to bet it at too. I, I came in, I have minus minus one forty. I, I, I had minus minus one forty for both the first two. It's a flyweight bout and Nikola has a ton of experience. Uh, Danny, if you had one forty, I prefer you go under. Cause I don't, I, I think it's going to be closer than, than we think. I'm worried because, in all honesty, I had it a, a, a little more steep than 140. Mm. Uh, I saw the same things that you saw with the Pantoja line being so close and with that fight being so close. And I, I think if you're not going to get subbed by Pantoja, you're not going to get subbed by Nikolaus. I, I had it more close to minus 200, and I was going to lay off. I don't hate that at 200. I don't hate that at 200. Uh, the – I see where you're coming from on the submission front. If it's a pure, if he doesn't get subbed by Pantoja, and then we can assume he, he might not get subbed by Nikola, then this is his fight to lose. And then I'm definitely low. So this could be a pause the podcast and make a bet situation. Manel Cape is minus 145 is your favorite. So Reese is going to take the point, but that's coming oh, up. Oh, I'm right on it. That's, that's coming up. That started at minus 110 both ways. Oh, wow. So uh, get that, that in if you're going to play it buy. earlier in the week. At 145, and I will post my ticket to prove it. I, I'm gonna after the second we hang up here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send that one in. I like that pick a lot. I do. I as well. Third fight that we're gonna pick here: featherweight bout, Gavin Tucker and Dan Ige. One one DK, you're up. This is gonna be so fun. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be fight of the night. Fight of the night written all over it. Uh, yeah. Listeners know we're pretty good, pretty big fans of Gavin Tucker, Reese especially. Danny Yeh has just had a whole different type of resume uh, with Edson Barbosa and Calvin Cater and Versa Bakhtich at the time was a different quality name and whatnot. This is going to be a ridiculous one. I kind of, I kind of favor Gavin just because I think I favor his gas tank, but Danny Yeh is the kind of guy that makes things awkward. He gives you different looks than you've ever seen. I got to assume it's pretty close to even. Maybe I favor Danny Gay minus 
120 just because, like I said, the the strength of schedule. But I got to think this is pretty close to even. 120. 120. Hmm. 120 in, in favor of? The Hawaiian. Okay. See, that puts me in a tough spot because – I actually didn't have that. I had uh, I had Gavin Tucker's a little bit bigger of a dog than you, and I, that's coming from a big Tucker fan. I mean, Ige we've seen in the main event, and I worry that Ige tr- is is just a little bit sharper everywhere. You watch Gavin Tucker, although he always he's one of the top prospects for me. I still think he has a lot of work to do as far as just ironing out his craft a little bit, and. I, I, I worry that Ige's a little bit too skilled and he's been in, in those main event fights. Now he's been in the main event fight. Uh, so for a guy that just two years ago, got pieced apart by Ga- uh, not Gavin Tucker, Rick Glenn. I, I think Ige's going to be able to find his spots. I'm going to go as high as saying Ige minus like 155 Tucker plus 135. DK's picking up a second point minus 125. Is where oh. Ige sits right oh, now. Oh, Danny, you, Danny drilled it. I I'm was, all over it. Yeah. Ige did open up at minus one forty-five, though, so it's come back a little bit. So it's going the wrong direction. That's interesting. Okay. Because I do think that Gavin has the better gas tank. I'm not touching this fight. I'm so excited for it. Well, I, could, but I don't think I would be. Sh- I would be surprised if the gas tank played a factor for either of these guys in a three-round fight because Ige's gone five. I agree with but you. They but they both love setting high paces. Yeah, but I think they both are capable of doing it through three, I, I would hope. But I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it finished there. D- Danny, if you ha- or I mean, Kobe, if you have the lineup, what, what is the over-under uh, line on that, just out of curiosity? Over-under is two and a half rounds. Oh, that's minus 265 over. Um, I'm not seeing anything for one and a half. Yeah, that one's interesting. No, two and a half is what I was wondering. Okay. That, that might see my card, honestly, as a little bit of a dog half-unit play. Next fight, I'm going to set you all up for heavyweight bout Ben Rothwell and Felipe Linz. Reese, your turn to kick things off. Fuck. Um, <laughs> that's all I really need to say about that one. Um, I mean, Ben Rothwell's a guy I've been watching fight for far too long. And, like... He's just the guy that can somehow lose to OSP moving up a weight class. So it's like, how can you confidently put him at a favorite against anybody? And then you look at the other side and you got Felipe Lins over there. And you're like, okay, I mean, he's fine, but it's no one to write home about. I mean, this just, I mean, this just goes on. a two-fight losing streak. Yeah, one to, uh, who was it? Tanner Bozer, right? Mm -hmm. Bulldozer. That's what I really remember. But it's like, this just goes on that narrative that I've been saying the entire time that heavyweight is so weak. Um, it just, it's just, it's top heavy is what it, is a better way to phrase it. And so, I mean, Rothwell won. Is he a top 15 in the UFC? Probably, or at least on the cusp. And he lost freaking OSP. I'm going to say Rothwell's the favorite, but not by a lot. Like, I mean, maybe not at all. Like, 115 Rothwell 105 lands and then no one wants to bet it and like that's my guess 
I mean, who, honestly, who knows? Danny, your ball's in your court. That's me just laying up. So I think I have this one pegged to a T. And it's not because I know super a lot about either of these guys. Similar to Reese, it's because I think the heavyweight division is so weak. So here's what I see happening here. We've got Lins, who's going to be a slight favorite because he's younger. We've got Lins, who's going to win 14 minutes of this 15-minute fight. And then Rothwell's going to hit him with something awkward and ruin all the betters' nights. So I'm going to go with Lins, minus 120. And I'll be betting Rothwell if it sees my card at all because he's going to disturb some people. Reese is going to take the fourth point of the night, but it's very close. Minus 110 both ways, Rothwell and Linz. Yeah. I mean, Rothwell did open up as a big favorite, minus 185, and it's come back to even. Yeah, that's a, that's a doo-doo line. If I would have seen the minus 180, I – because this is just one – like, even what Danny said, like, Linz could piece them apart for 14 minutes and lose. I mean, I could see them both standing in the clinch and just hugging each other. Like, I, I, like I, this one is, I think, is going to be probably the most underwhelming fight on the card, especially based on the fights we just named. But, hey, I, Danny, I'm glad that we record these things now because now if this comes to fruition, Danny can look us in the eye. But, I'm dude, seeing I it. You. I it's told clear. You. <laughs> Next fight, um, Misha Serkinov, Ryan Span, DK. Ryan Span, Superman. He looked so dumb against Johnny Walker after almost winning in the first round there. The fourth MMA product has got to turn his tides around. And Misha Serkinov's not a great guy to do it, even though they both share that loss over to Johnny Walker. I think that the Lions probably got to favor Misha because Ryan Spann's an idiot. I agree. Fortis MMA, baby. I'm going to go Misha Serkinov minus 160. I don't think it's going to be too big of a line because 205ers, there's a lot of question marks. I'll tell you your mistake because I, I, okay. He's locking it in. Yep. I literally agree with everything Danny says. And when I was, when I was trying to formulate this line, I was like, hovering on how high Misha Serkinov was going to get. And then I realized how many times on this podcast have Danny and I talked about the line and then been like, Ryan Spann minus? What the fuck? Ryan, like, people love betting Ryan Spann. I do not know why. I mean, I don't know if he even has a, like, what's his win in the, I know he has one really good win in the UFC and then everything else is just so disappointing. And he's a guy to me. Who's even that win over? I'm looking at his record. Sam Alvey in a split decision. I guess Devin Clark. I like, I mean, that's a, a surprising win. But yeah. No, honestly, I mean, no. mini nog in like. No, you're right. At age 40. No, you're right. And he got, he just got smacked by Johnny Walker. Like he is someone that I think is one of the most overrated guys in the UFC. And for no reason. And, and he was ranked before his last fight. He was ranked before his last fight. Like, what? I mean, another testament to just what the division's like. But, yeah, I, I Danny, I was, like, thinking about how I was going to do it, and I, I'm just so sure either the public's bet it down or the line or Vegas didn't do this line justice. So I'm going to say the line is Misha minus, like, 140, and I'm going to follow that with literally – 
if Ryan fans the favorite or if me, I, I'm going to play Misha Serkinov all the way up to Danny's line. So whatever this line is, if it's, if it, even if, if Danny's right or if I'm right, I'm playing that line because Ryan Span is the most overrated fighter in this UFC. I just think Vegas and betters some, for some reason, love him. I've never understood it. Got our second pause bet of the evening. Reese with the point minus 120 Serkinov. Don't look at that. 120. How the hell is this even? That's a joke. I told you, dude. I told you. People see the S on his chest and they assume that he's actually invincible. Dude, Serkinov is a a scary man. Like, this is a joke. See, I I literally was just thinking about it. And I was like, they're going to – I was just thinking, like, when I was trying to come up with lines to come into this with, I was like, why do people like Ryan Spann? He's terrible. And even when I tell people. I don't like Ryan Spann. They're like, what? Ryan Spann? He's so long and he's got great jujitsu and he's good on his like it's like what? It's a joke. Sorry for that rant, but it's a joke. <laughs> Main so, event. Yeah. And he's only got respectable losses. It's Glover, it's Vulcan, and then Johnny Walker before people kind of realized Johnny Walker was only gonna blitz you. Right. I bet I'll bet if Misha gets that rematch, he handles it completely different. Oh, for, he he gets a rematch of Johnny Walker, he beats Johnny Walker, which is fine. And, that, and I guess with MMA math, technically Ryan Spann's a little closer in this than he should be. But I'm telling you, you're going to get value there. And what was the other bet? We were, oh, Manel Cape. I think I said I'm about that one. That That's value. Yep. This is looking like a juicy card already. I'm licking my chops. Main event, we have Bilal Muhammad, Leon Edwards. Bilal, who's stepping in on, what, three weeks notice after Hamzat Chmaya's retirement and then unretirement, but not fighting this one. So... With a 3-2 lead this evening, Reese, to ice it, you can take it off. I really want to ice it. I, I just have this bad feeling in the pit of my stomach that Danny is, knows this fight a little better than I do. I, I like La Muhammad. The only thing I'm, I'm thinking is how big I'm going to go. See, I, I like La Muhammad a lot, and I always have, and I've always harped on him. I think he's been underrated. I ride his lines a lot. And just recently, they started getting a little bit steep. I believe you saw my last card when he won just a couple weeks ago. Leon Edwards is a guy that I like and I've always liked. The problem with me for Leon is, is the infrequency to which he fights. I feel like it's hard to really build this, like, how good Leon is because I only see him two times a year, which is, which you're like, Oh, two times. It's not that bad, but it's like, you'll see him two times. And then he like, kind we of haven't seen him in over a year. We haven't seen him in over a year. And then also like, were those wins even main events? Like, I, I think this is his first main events or at least one of two. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get the, 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 the credit he deserves. And I think that's playing into this line for me a little bit because I th- I already can tell you I'm thinking Bilal Muhammad is going to be just off what Danny's saying, or he's wondering how high to go. Like, I think Bilal Muhammad is going to be closer than people think. And I don't, the thing is I'm pissed too, is I don't remember what that Leon Hasmat line was. And that would help a lot as far as context clues goes. I'm going to say Bilal Muhammad plus 190. I think it's gonna be just under seeing a two. So what is that? That makes Leon minus what 230, 220, like right there. We'll split the difference, 225. Yeah, split the difference, 225. See, I I I was thinking bigger. I was really flirting with I was flirting with the like 250, 275 range. That's so high, it feels like. 
But the thing is, Bilal Muhammad is a minus 450 favorite not three weeks ago was five leg kicks away from falling on his butt and saying, I'm done against Diego Lima. Yeah. No, Leon no, Rocky he, Edwards is going to beat that ass. And if that, in all honesty, if that Diego Lima fight was a five round fight instead of three, do you feel comfortable going into the fourth and fifth? You just said you had, we had both, uh, I think, money on the line on. Yeah, I'll, no. Bilal, Bilal, in my opinion, I know the commentators are saying he is fighting his best fight. I've seen better fights out of him. I think that if you're at this stage, especially with these tease game plans these days, I would like to see him check leg kicks. Like, Leon's more than capable of throwing leg kicks. The thing for me, the reason why I even put a two in front of Leon's name is just the level of competition, like with an RDA, um, mainly RDA. Uh, Vicente Luque was a W, like, like, I mean, those are, I mean, he's on a tear. I know it was right on the edge of when it looks good or looks bad, but that Cowboy win. Cowboy win. Yeah. Yeah. This one's tough. I, I, I had a feeling you were going to, I just, I, I, really I think I'm going to go with 270. Okay. And I wanted to go 280, but you scared me. Both would have won the point. Minus 260, your current favorite, Leon Edwards. Which brings us to 3 3. Wait. So we skipped Angela Hill, Ashley Yoder, which we set last week. I'm still going to skip it again. The tiebreaker. Yeah, I kind of remember it, so don't do that. Let's do, man, because there's a couple of these that are also now canceled, like Zubair Tukugov, Don Madge, Nazarat Hakparast. Let's do Jonathan Martinez, Davey Grant. At least those guys both have some UFC experience. Oh, that's, huh. No, that is a good fight. Okay. Huh. Davey Grant's that long motherfucker. Danny's up first, right? Danny's up first. first. Looks like Jonathan Martinez is coming down a weight class to fight this at Bantamweight, by the way. That is really no. Okay. That is really good to know. The other thing, too, Danny, remember, Davey Grant is, like, old for being young, if that makes sense. Like, he's the elder in this one by a good margin. Davey Grant is 35. Because I remember on the ultimate. Wow. 35, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, There's yeah, a lot yeah, to yeah, think yeah. about here. David Grant also has a win over Cheeto Vera. That's interesting. Jonathan Martinez is 26. I'm going to start thinking wow, out loud. Wow, dude, he, he beat Popov, too. Grigori Popov. I'm going to start thinking out loud. I have to assume there's no way that the 35-year-old is favored over the 26-year-old. And coming off of a win – coming off of a – a highlight real win of Fr- over Frankie Steins and a Thomas Almeida win, which are both really great wins. So he's he's on a, a decently hot streak, good momentum coming into this one. I think it's gonna. I think he's gonna be a favorite. I think it's not gonna be close to pick him, but I don't think it's gonna be egregious either. I'm going minus two hundred, Jonathan Martinez. Yeah, no, that honestly is a good line. Um, it was what I was saying. We had some technical difficulties, but. I remember that Thomas Almeida line was shocking to me. I lost money on it. I bet Almeida and I was shocked it was so low. And watching Martinez and the fact that he's what is how old's Martinez? Like 27, 26. 26. Like prime. He's just starting in his prime. But that Almeida fight really shocked me. And Davy Grant has always been underwhelming to me. Um, I think I even wrote Frankie Signs. Or not Frankie Signs. Who did he fight two times ago? 
I rode a guy against Davy Grant. And I think I lost, but I remember just being like, Davy Grant is kind of a scrub. Uh, but oh, I rode, I rode Popov for sure. Lost that split decision, and, and I'll need to tape that this week to see uh, if the split decision was just. I, I think, I think this line's the one that's going to be the biggest we see. Like I think. Oh, I, wow. I think Jonathan Martinez is going to crush him. I'm going to see Jonathan Martinez minus like literally 400 something. <laughs> like, wow. I'm going to say 425. And I don't think I'm going to be able to bet it because right now I'll tell you right now, if, if Davey Grant is, or if, if Jonathan Martinez has a two in front of his line, I'm pausing and betting it right now as well. So he doesn't have number. a two. He does not have a two. Reese is going to get the point, but it's very close. Minus 325 is Jonathan Martinez right now. Oh, so Reese, 100 points off. DK, 125 points off. You guys almost split him right down the middle. Wow. (laughs) Let's go. Poha. (laughs) Poha. Reese, three to two on the year in the set of spreads. Really quickly, you did say you said three, two. The, or you said or not three two? You said it was three twenty five for John Martinez. Three twenty five, Jonathan Martinez. I won't lie. Would you, do you have what it opened at quick? I want to see what direction it's going because that might honestly, I might do one unit on that right now. It opened up tiny. It opened up minus one eighty two. Oh, Danny, you sniffed that fucker right? If we did this a week wow. ago, you were, yeah, winner winner chicken dinner. That was back. Well, back in the beginning of February, it's been what? Let's see. It's been minus three hundred since. Mid February, okay. February sixteenth. Yeah, that no, that line's that line. Man, one eighty is a gift. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like Davy Grant's odds here. <laughs> He's in trouble. I think it's a lamb to sli- uh, to slaughter. All right. Well, we went a little bit long here with the set the spread, but you know, that's just how we do it. We're trying to get some high quality content out to the ankle pickers out there. We, we all have more. Seven. High quality content coming out later this week, Reese. Before we go, what's up? No, I just said I said we had to do seven fights tonight as far as set the spread go, and we went to overtime. So hopefully the content was worthy of going long. You know, as always, as tune always. in Wednesday. We the content. Tune go in out. Wednesday. Follow us on Angle Pick Pod on Twitter. You'll get winning picks. And Wednesday's gonna be a barn burner. I'm not kidding. I'm so excited. And poha, poha, poha. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.